Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhezomapete on SAFM. Following the weekend that was the passing of veteran actor Menzi Ngubane as well as actress Nokolo Matashalala, the plight of South African artists has come to the fore and it has done so in some way. A few months ago, Eugene Mtetwa chained himself in the Samra offices. Now, opera singer Sibongile Mgoma is staging a sit-in at the offices of the National Arts Council in Johannesburg, demanding answers about the Presidential Employment Stimulus Program that was set to distribute some $300 million to the artists. Well, what we do know is that the CEO and the CFO have since been suspended f- for failure, among other reasons, to account for how this money has been distributed. Now, the Free State Provincial Coordinator for Cultural and Creative Industries Federation of South Africa, that is the CCIFSA, Mr. Mbuiselo Ngodi, is on the line just to re-engage us as to what remains, despite the entertainment value they are worth to the country, a very, very volatile, vulnerable, and extremely precarious profession altogether, and that is being an artist in the country. Mbuiselo, good evening, sir. Thank you so much for joining us. Good evening, Songezo, and good evening to the listeners. Yeah, well, now it's taken opera singers, Bongile Ngoma, to stage a sit-in. Eugene Mtetua has chained himself. Two actors have died, and we know especially how Menzi was vocal mm. about the issues, particularly when he was part of that Generation 16 crew who just simply refused to take one more step. Hey, it's very it's a very difficult time for the industry right now, especially under this coronavirus and the passing of all our beloved actors and actresses and and, and musicians. So we find ourselves at a position whereby we are abused uh, by institutions that are supposed to be protecting us and assisting us to to live life like other people who are working in other sectors. Uh, particularly uh, in our province, where you find that uh, abuse of power is is a daily bread and artists are not regarded as people that should be respected. And they can take your concept and do it without you knowing and uh, even without uh, being embarrassed to do it while you know that you gave them a proposal. So that is part of the reasons that we are sitting at Parkhoff to demand that the board implement a report that was commissioned by the previous board uh, using artist money. That board, uh, that report was questioning the favors that the artistic director was doing for the member of the council and disadvantaging artists. So they commissioned the report and it is there and they are not uh, implementing the recommendation. So that is the reason that we are there, and we are meeting the board on on the 18th to ventilate this matter. Up until we are happy, we will not leave Park Ops because we believe that Mr. Kaba, who is the acting uh, CEO and artistic director, must be dealt with uh, according to the recommendations of the report that they have commissioned. So they have not challenged it, and uh, those recommendations of the moral forensic report, we don't see them being practiced. So we are fearing that this culture will go on uh, forever if we don't stop it. 
because in the same institution there was a report that was commissioned and they acted on that report and suspended the CEO, Mr. Pedler. So we are wondering why are they not doing it this time? Because the report, the moral report, is much older uh, than the report that is suspended, Mr. Petler. So that is why we we are there, sir, and we, we are fighting for this regime to be corrective in how they put uh, their discipline to their employees, because what they spend on the litigations affects uh, the artistic program and the budget of the artists. It's clearly a question of the management of wrongdoing, insisting on accountability that you take exception to. There's clearly a question of how IP in the industry at large is handled and similarly how then contracts would be structured around that and the protection of artistic creativity. Do you feel, to the extent that you have an opinion, Natim Teto, the minister, has a grip on the industry the challenges that are age-old in the industry. Vatiswandaka has opened up about this before and many before her and many since. Do you get the sense that the institution itself has a grip and is moving in the right direction so that what you have so far lamented over time will become less of a factor? I think the department is careless. It's careless on how they deal uh, with their agencies. Uh, in general with us as the sector. Uh, we tried to raise the same issues with uh, the minister uh, three years back, and he chased us out of a meeting after he invited us. So he he doesn't have a grip. He does not have... He, it is on autopilot, this department. So uh, for them to to stay away from what is happening at NEC for so long... And for them not to be even commenting on what is happening at Parkov, it's a worry to us. And many issues we can go on and on, on in terms of the reliefs and that happened. So uh, the minister really is, is not doing the sector justice. Let me bring in now a couple of artists in Mr. Mzwake, Kachela, as well as Ernest Moikangua, who's an artist and activist. And please, could you just, if I have in any way mispronounced your surnames, confirm that. After the break, we will be in conversation with these two gentlemen just to get a deeper sense as to the plight of artists, not so much from a representative capacity, but the voices of those most hurt by this current impasse in the industry. After this. SMS SAFM now on 41391. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. on SAFM. We have Ndati Ernest Mwikangwa, who's an art activist who wants to chip in in this conversation particularly in terms of the value of localizing content for artists in this country so as one to stabilize the industry and more importantly use that as the basis to export South African cultures. Ndadimuikango, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to SAFM. Very much. Good evening to you and your listeners. 
Talk to us as an activist why South Africa not so much should follow suit but use a tried and tested model. For instance, the United States, you know, between Hollywood, New York and Atlanta, those are the creative meccas for the United States and they have built a narrative around the world over which is celebrated and appreciated because they invest in their artists. Uh, my brother, the sad reality of our industry in South Africa is that it is led by people who do not have vision. Now, where there is no vision, as an industry, we are bound to be doomed. Now, that's why all these agencies of government, because there is no food, uh, blueprint that speaks to how the sector needs to thrive. There is no, the sector is not even regulated. And that's why we are uh, 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 about 100 years behind those countries or, or states that you have mentioned. Now, currently, as things stand, we can use PACOFs as an institution, and not only PACOFs. You must, you must know that most of these agencies of government that are mandated to deal with matters of creative industry, all of them, they are collapsing, and they do not start today. The status quo has always been the same. The only difference is that artists decided to be united. There's a new layer of artists that have said, we are a new generation, we need to make sure that we change the status quo. Now, I will use an institution like Pacos, which, for a fact, for the past 20 years, I have been part and parcel of interactions, engagement from a stakeholder's point of view. We fought many battles. We tried to change that institution. But there's one cancer that is eating that institution. Corruption and maladministration. Now, that's why today, even I, I heard your question where you were asking about the Ministry of Arts and Culture. Obviously, that question is relevant because uh, Natim Tetwa is a custodian of art and culture in the country. And when there is a crisis, he needs to come on board. The same principle applies to people who are parachuted in various boards as council members. That's why when you go to an institution uh, like PACOS, you would find a charter that speaks to how the institution has got to operate. Now, as, as far as Pacos is concerned, you would know and realize that it is in, literally in ICU. And the charter is very explicit to say when that happens, the board has got to take over and provide leadership. But then what you spoke about the Demoral Report. Now, you also have got a Bantu Bonaboyne Bonacute Report. That report it is clear that the disciplinary measures has got to be implemented. Now, because people are friends uh, uh, in that institution, they choose to only implement partly this report. And on top of that, you find people being victimized in this time and age. State machinery is utilized in that particular institution where people's voices are suffocated. People are censored.
in this case, I'll make an example. Let me interrupt you there before you make that example, Ndate Moikango. I do wish to bring in Mr. Mzwake Kachela, who is a poet, and I would love his thoughts in this discussion and debate that we are having. Mr. Kachela, thank you so much. We have no guardian like that. I thank you so much for having me, sir. Good evening to you and to your listeners there. Go for it. Okay. Your thoughts on this? So, I've, I've been listening to, to, to the conversations and my, my colleagues here. But I, I, would, I would love to first uh, say that we cannot avoid the fact that uh, the cultural and creative sector is a backbone. The spinal cord of, it, of every country's economy, uh, history, culture, and heritage. We cannot avoid that. And having an institute, an international institution like PECOPS, which was supposed to be a hub uh, for economic transformation, a place that was supposed to transform, develop, and promote the cultural and creative sector. And currently, it's dying and has turned into a graveyard under the leadership of uh, uh, people like Nadeka. I mean, we cannot be having such an institution of this nature. And then at this point of time in the democratic South Africa, there are no uh, uh, artistic uh, programs here. Uh, and then again, I would, I would love to say the, the moral report, it's, 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 it's a public thing. It's, it's, it's on the public. People are aware of it. And it's been here for a very long time. I mean, this needs no discussion. I mean, we cannot have a board or a council that, sit, that is sitting with a report that states a forensic report for, for, for that matter. That clearly states that uh, uh, people were implicated in it, people committed crime, and then the board is sitting with this report for this long. What, what is it that uh, uh, these, these people are having uh, uh, at this institution that they are so uh, untouchable? That even when there is evidence that says that these people must really evacuate their positions because they have defiled uh, the creative sector. I, I really am disappointed sir, that even at this time, as a young person, we really have to go uh, through this, this situation whereby we have to protest and sit in here, talk of EPH and everything. I mean, it's our sixth day here. Uh, just because people don't want to go because they, they, they think that they are, they are powerful, they are untouchable. While there's evidence and, and a report for that matter that states that they shouldn't be in the position that they are in. I don't understand what is, is this that the board is, is trying to do, but whatever they are trying to do, we are standing together as the artists in the free state, and we, we, we will surely remain victorious, and we'll come out of this battle victorious. We don't care who says what, who does what, because we are tired of, of being led by people who are corrupt, people who cannot implement, people who cannot do uh, their job. So in short, sir, I would really love to say that we are standing together as artists. We are not begging. Uh, we are not going back. We are moving forward, standing together. And we are still, uh, 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 we still maintain our word and say, Mr. Kaba must go and the board must make sure that they issue a suspension, a written formal suspension letter uh, for Mr. Kaba to go. And those who are implicated in the moral report must also face the criminal charges. I think I'm going to leave it there, gentlemen, Mr. Modi, Mr. Moikangwa, and Mr. Kachela. I can only promise you this. The three of you will have to return so that we can get to...
the bottom of this and to the extent that we cannot get to the bottom, we will go as deeply as we can. These are the sorts of stories that really are the difference between life and death. We don't need to regale stories of how many artists have taken their own lives because of such crises that affect them because they are entrenched in the industry. The time is 21 hours. Thank you so much to everybody who has participated in this hour. After the news, hashtag health on Monday, but only after a recap of the first hour through some of the voice notes that you have left and some messages.